Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. While there are many similarities between goose hunting and duck hunting, there are many things that are different as well. On this episode, we're going to talk about the strategies and steps to help you get started goose hunting. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we are talking about goose hunting. But before that, let me just give a special thanks to Tetra. We appreciate their support of the channel. Guys, make sure no matter what you are hunting in the woods, waterfowl especially, geese absolutely especially, that you are using ear protection. And in my opinion, I think Tetra Hearing makes some of the best stuff out there. So jumping right into it, goose hunting. How is it different from duck hunting? Well, there's a lot, guys, that is the same or similar. There's a lot of skills, a lot of techniques, a lot of gear, a lot of strategies. There's a lot about duck hunting that if you know the basics there, you can apply that either completely or in part to goose hunting. Now we're going to talk about some of the unique things and the overall strategy and how to get into goose hunting. But I've done, oh, I don't know, 15 or so episodes, maybe more at this point on duck hunting. I would recommend you listen to those episodes in addition to this one. The uh, you know everything I talk about with duck hunting, I do mention in those episodes some things about geese specifically and the differences or or, or how things apply directly to both. But that is going to be the foundational information that is going to help you get into the get into the goose woods and get after geese and have success there. So everything from those episodes is going to be very helpful and, like I said, applicable either in full or in part. But today I want to talk about the specific nuances. I want to focus and zero in on goose hunting. Now, geese are a bigger animal than a duck. They are a bigger bird. They weigh more. 
Um, they, I don't know if they travel faster or not. Hadn't thought about that. They often travel higher and they're definitely audible from further away. Or rather, you can hear them from further away. I am just continually amazed at how far away I can hear geese. It, sometimes it seems astronomical. Like you can, you can almost barely see them miles in the distance, but still hear them sometimes. Uh, they are a bit of a different animal. In a lot of ways, I think geese are they're a bigger trophy than a duck sometimes. Because it's a bigger animal, because there's more meat, because there's more to it. Uh, I do think that I don't know. I don't think that geese are necessarily harder to hunt or harder to kill than ducks. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think they're necessarily prettier than ducks. I don't know that their feathers make a better trophy. But just in terms of you know when you take an animal and how substance substantive it is. You know if you take a dove versus A turkey, you know, there's a lot more meat on that turkey, right? There's a lot more to that turkey than that dove. Now, granted, the turkey is harder to hunt than the dove. You're going to take a lot more doves than turkeys. But even a whole day's limit of doves is still not going to give you anywhere close to the amount of meat that you're going to get off one turkey. Same thing with geese. You know, a goose can be a pretty big bird. They can, they can get upwards of 10, 15 pounds, maybe more. Um, they can, you know, I've heard, I've heard of people, known people actually, they shot a goose out of the air right over them and they tried to catch it, right? They're like, oh, the, the birds, you know, fall into the ground and they wanted to catch it. So it didn't hit the ground. So they walked out, you know, held up their arms and, you know, trying to catch this goose like a football. That goose hit them like a ton of bricks falling out of the sky, knocked them to the ground, could have killed them if it hit them wrong. Because these are big, heavy birds. They look lighter than air. They've got all these light feathers. You know, it seems like you ought to be able to catch one just like you do a football. But that thing falling out of the air, it'll break right through a car windshield, depending on the speed and how fast you hit it. These are serious birds. Now, I'm focusing most of what I'm going to talk about today on Canada geese. Because they are, I think, the most prevalent in the most areas. There are certainly areas where other kinds of geese are more prevalent. But I think the average hunter is going to have more opportunity to hunt Canada geese nationwide you know, than they would other kinds of geese. But most of these techniques will apply to other geese as well. Alright, so what are the strategies for hunting geese? Well, they're the exact same four strategies that I talk about for duck hunting. You've got water hunting, field hunting, jump hunting, and pass hunting. And I've done episodes for duck hunting on each one of these. Go back, zero in, focus, learn. It's good stuff. But how do you do it differently for goose hunting? Well, when it comes to water hunting, same thing you're doing for duck hunting in most of the ways. You're getting there early. You're getting set up. You're building a blind. You're getting your decoys out in the water. Um, but when it comes to geese, the decoys are really big. They're a lot bigger than a duck decoy. Worse, they're heavy. They're a lot heavier than a duck decoy. So you cannot physically carry as many goose decoys as you can duck decoys. Of course, they also tend to be more expensive than duck decoys. 
So you are often going to be out there with fewer decoys in the water, especially if you're traveling any distance, hauling your stuff in with a sled, kayaking in, backpacking in. You know, unless you're with a full-size boat or you're able to unload out of a pickup truck to your spot, you're going to have fewer decoys hunting geese than you do hunting ducks. And that's okay. That is okay. So the rule of thumb is you want to have as many or slightly more decoys than you are on average seeing flights of geese. So different times in the season, that could be different. You know, if you have swarms of geese, chances are you're not going to do so great with four decoys. Uh, but if you're seeing groups of geese, you know, four, five, and six, then four, five, and six decoys can be enough. If you're seeing, you know, 10, 11, and 12, well, then you probably want to try to get a dozen decoys. If you're seeing swarms of them, chances are you won't be able to afford, let alone have the back strength in order to get that many decoys in there. So you got to pick your battles. And that doesn't mean you will never get larger groups of geese to come into smaller numbers of decoys. It's just going to happen less often and be less likely. But you'll get pairs. You'll get other groups coming in. Maybe not the swarm, but you certainly can still hunt. You know, I would rather be out when there are a lot of birds, and even though I have few decoys, than to try to find days where there's only few birds. You know, I just that doesn't compute for me. I want to have as many birds out there as possible. So you're going to have fewer decoys. You're going to set them up similar to you would with duck hunting. You might do a little U. You might do a J-hook. You might do a couple groups and leave the middle open so that they land there. But you're going to hunt them in a lot similar way in terms of just logistical setup that you would duck hunting. When it comes to field hunting, now this is where the game changes a little bit. Geese are, I think, a lot easier to hunt in the field than ducks are. You know, if you have a field of cut wheat, that is, you know, there's nothing there more than an inch high. It's easy to hunt ducks. You can see them. There's lots of open space. But, you know, for less than those perfect conditions, geese are a bigger bird. They can stand in areas that just have more vegetation, more stuff on the ground. They're just able to be in more fields. And they like to be in fields. And part of this, though, there, there's two sides of this. One hand... I do think geese like fields and hang out in fields more than ducks do. But on the other side, you can see the geese more clearly and easier and from further away because they are bigger, because they stand taller, uh, especially Canada geese because they're, they're darker, their heads are darker. You can just see them from a distance. You know, you're much less likely to see a mallard hen from 300 yards eating grain or eating corn off the bottom of a cut field then you are a goose at 300 yards and that goose you can see it is distinct it stands out where that hen you could have a whole bunch of mallards blurred in there you wouldn't even know they're there so you know is it really that geese spend that much more time in fields than ducks i think it's it depends on the habitat the situation the type of duck the type of land all those factors uh, I don't have an answer for you off, you know, to, to say yay or nay either way, but I can tell you for sure you will see the geese more readily, which makes them more huntable. And in that situation, they might as well be there more often because you know where they are, you can see them, you can hunt them 
you have a better chance at that. But field hunting, when it comes to goose hunting, is is bigger. It happens, it's more popular, it happens more often. I think you've got better odds for success than you do hunting ducks in fields. Again, not always, but for the average hunter in the average hunting area, I think this is the case. The other piece of it is public land fields. I think you have a better chance with geese than you do with ducks. Because usually public land fields are not cut as clear. They're not as uh, inviting for ducks. But geese may very well, like I said, because they're taller, they've got longer legs, they can deal with more brush. They're more likely to be in public land fields or be huntable, rather, in public land fields than ducks may, again, depending on those factors. So if you're hunting geese from a blind in a field, again, a lot of the same techniques to duck hunting apply. You can go back and listen to those episodes. What you're going to do differently, though, is oftentimes you're going to set up in the middle of the field. You're going to set up not in the tree line because geese hate trees. You know, I guess I'm, I'm not a goose. I don't know many geese. But in general, geese tend to not go near trees. They're trying to not land close to trees they're much more likely to land away from the tree line than within shooting distance of it. I don't think it's because they're paranoid of hunters. They just have this aversion much of the time to trees. Whereas ducks will land in trees and nest in trees and they're not as afraid of trees and they will come closer to trees. Geese are, are much more likely to stay further away. So often you'll set up a blind, whether you build it yourself, whether you carry it in, whether it's an A-frame, however you do it, you want to set up your blind often and brush in in the middle of a field or at least away from the edge of the field. Of course, the best place to set up is right where the geese want to be whenever they wake up or whenever they come in to feed. That's the best place you can set up. Of course, you don't always know exactly where that's going to be. That's sort of the mythical Mythical hunt is to figure out where they want to be, get there, and then do the actual hunt. But you do the best you can. So a lot of A-frame blinds are really popular for goose hunting because you sit in the middle, you've got cover on all sides, you can have brush then that goes up even over your head. That's a really nice setup. It works really well for geese. But of course, you can build your own blind just as well or better on the spot. However, what makes it harder for goose hunting than duck hunting is you're further away from the trees. So it's harder to get wood. It's harder to get branches. It's harder to get materials. You're carrying stuff from the tree line. So sometimes an artificial or partially artificial blind can be, I think, of more benefit in goose hunting than duck hunting because it's just harder to build a blind in a field. So you've got that going on. Um, that's the, you know, and then when you've got decoys, well, when it comes to field hunting geese, you know, the old adage is basically you can't have too many decoys. So the question is how few decoys can you get away with? I've seen people with hundreds of goose decoys and oftentimes you might get three, four, five, ten hunters get together. They pull all their decoys and they have this huge decoy spread so they can attract those big swarms. You don't need that kind of decoy pulling power to be effective in a field. But I do think the more decoys you can get, the more it's going to help you. Now, you don't need the big expensive full body decoys. You don't need dozens of those. 
They make shells. They make things that basically like they are uh, the stack on top of each other. And you can have a dozen of looks like a sitting goose. They all stack on top of each other. They take up the space of maybe one full body decoy. You can do things like that to supplement. You can you can paint silhouettes. You can cut them out of cardboard and paint them black and use things like that to help supplement. You know, I think if you could get a dozen reasonable looking decoys, you know, you can, you've got a fair chance. Of course you can do it with less, but I think if you can have, you know, some they got to be able to see them from the sky. They want to feel like there's a big enough party that's worth them coming in. There's enough food. You know, it's just a big enough deal to get their attention. But you don't need to have all just real goose decoys. So, you know, that's part of field hunting. I'm going to do another episode talking specifically about gear. And I'll talk more about decoys in that episode as it relates to goose hunting. So then you got your field hunting. Then you have jump hunting, which is absolutely effective for geese. Maybe more effective for geese, although I tend to think you actually sneak up on more ducks than you do geese when you're walking around. And of course, I've done episodes on this for duck hunting. It applies very similar to this subject. But jump hunting is basically getting on foot, walking around near streams, near creeks, trying to get the jump on geese. Now, if there's geese there, I think you have a better chance of getting the jump on those geese and getting shots on those geese than you do on ducks. But I feel like in areas that are good for jump hunting, there's more likely to be ducks than geese. For whatever reason it is, I see much more geese in bigger water, open water, farther away from anything I can sneak up on. That just seems to be the way it is uh, it's the way they tend to gravitate. Now, of course, every area, every region, every habitat is going to be different. So my experience and the places that I've hunted may not may not translate to where you hunt. And, and that's why you got to get out. You got to scout. You got to find out for yourself what's happening in your area. But for me, I feel like jump hunting geese is just a little more difficult than jump hunting ducks simply because... They don't tend to congregate in areas that you can get to on foot, on the move, as often as ducks do. And ducks, I've found, you know, small groups, big groups, one duck, two ducks, jump hunting. Uh, They tend to be more spread out, whereas geese, it's particularly in goose season, you've got a lot more birds together in an area. And they're just not as spread out, sort of, as much as ducks are. So you can absolutely jump hunt them though, but just be aware, you might have to walk further, you might have to cover more ground or more water as the case may be to get yourself into a place where you can find some geese that you're able to do that with. The next technique is pass shooting. And I think pass shooting actually does work a lot better for goose hunting than it does for duck hunting. Uh, and pass shooting is essentially this. You, you find an area where, where the birds fly, usually over top of a long, big stream, a waterway, uh, because the air above waterways is waterfowl highways. That's how that often is the case. So if you're able to find where, you know, where, the, where big streams are or small rivers or creeks that are going through, the, through 
you know, the woods or wherever it is, they are often going to fly above the water. And shooting ducks past hunting, I think, you know, that works. That can work really good. But I think that it's easier to shoot geese than ducks uh, for a couple reasons. And I'm going to dig more into that in a moment. But, uh, you know, a lot of people tend to have an aversion to jump hunting or pass shooting. They feel like, oh, that's not really waterfowl hunting. That is... You know, that's not ethical or that's not as sporting or it's not as hard, so you shouldn't do it. And to that, I would say that is rubbish. Okay, you're waterfowl hunting. Anything goes. Any way you can put a duck in the freezer or a goose in the freezer, that is fair game. Now, maybe some of you hunt in areas where it's just so easy to just go out and shoot birds on the water, jump hunting or shoot them out of the air past shooting, and you can just fill your limit in five minutes, and, and it's not even fun. You know, if you live in one of those areas, and I've never seen one of those areas, but if you live there, then sure, do whatever you want to do to make the make it harder to hunt them. You know, use a bow if you really want to. I don't care. Whatever you want to do to make it harder, to make it more sporting, go for it. But where I hunt, anything goes. To fill a limit of ducks or geese, period, is it's a feat. It is worthy of a Facebook post. It's something that, you know, new hunters especially could go years without filling a limit. So anything goes. Anything. If it's legal, it goes. You know, these birds are hard enough to hunt. And then the thing about jump hunting and pass hunting that make them appealing, I think, most especially, is you don't need much gear. You don't need any decoys. You don't need to carry a bunch of stuff in. You just need a shotgun. Maybe a call will help, but you do not need anywhere near as much gear to to hunt those ways. Um, You can get in much cheaper, much more economically, and still take birds and still have fun. And... Uh, I do think it's a little easier to hunt ducks or and geese with decoys on the water or in a field, but you know if you don't have the decoys or you don't have the help or you don't have all the gear that you need, then pass hunting or jump hunting are great ways to go about it, and that can just help you get into the sport and break in and learn the ropes and eventually build up the gear to to do it all sorts of different ways. But it, again, it comes back to the opportunities that you have. You know, if you're if you don't have anywhere that you have you're able to hunt in a field, well that's just you that's not an option for you. If you don't have anywhere that you can get to water where the birds are or they like to come in, uh, then you know that becomes much more difficult to do it that way. But if you've got places where you can pass shoot or you've got some good streams you can jump hunt, then those can become the best opportunities for you. All right, so why is pass shooting or pass hunting easier for geese? Well, I think the number one reason is geese are bigger. They are easier to hit at the same range. Uh, They are bigger than ducks. Number two reason, often you can hear them coming from further away and you can be ready and wait until the more opportune moment. Ducks don't always quack when they're flying. In fact, oftentimes, maybe most of the time, I hear nothing as ducks are flying by. When I call to them, they may call back, 
but more often than not, ducks are silent while geese are just honking away. They just love it. Even if they're flying only short distances, I can hear them from a long way off. I can get ready. I can get in position. I know which way they're coming from. Whereas ducks, you just basically sit in there waiting, got your gun almost shouldered and just waiting for that split second chance. Whereas with geese, oftentimes you hear them coming. You can even hear them their wings from further away. Even if they're not making a noise vocally, you can hear the wing beats from further away. So you're able to get in a position easier. So I believe that makes it easier. Uh, now, the other thing is people often hunt geese from further away. And this, this is another, we're, we're shifting gears here into another area of strategy. Um, but this is something that aids pass hunting, I believe, more than any other kind of hunting. Because you're hunting over top of an established fly route. So you're able to, you don't have to get quite as close or the, the birds don't have to get as close to you so you can get more shots. Now, jumping in, you know, with both feet, why do you hunt geese at longer range? Well, there's not like a, a written rule. This is not something that's across the board the case. It just often happens to go this way. You know, if you're hunting ducks at 30 yards, then the same people are often hunting geese at 40. You know, whatever the case may be, there's just that incremental increase in range that people will take shots at geese and actively and and to be honest, effectively hunt geese. But why and how? What what goes into this? What are the factors that increases your range for goose hunting? Well, first of all, the birds are larger. They're just a bigger target. So even if your pattern is not as good 10 yards further, the bird is larger. So you still have, you have a bigger chance of hitting that bird at further range than you do a duck. So people often will take longer shots. The other side of that is because the bird's larger, it may, people may misjudge the range. So they don't mean to be taking shots at 40 and 50 yards, but they just think the bird's closer than it is because they're used to looking at ducks and to them, that feels like it's closer just because it's bigger, so they're taking longer shots. So that plays into it also. However, there's some technical and equipment things that go into this. And I'll touch more about equipment in another episode, but the short is, people often hunt geese also with bigger shot. So maybe they're hunting ducks with number two sh or number four shot. Well, then they'll be hunting geese with number two shot. Maybe they're hunting it with BB shot, you know, just much bigger, heavier shot. Well, that bigger shot, that heavier shot retains more energy at range, thus extending the effective range by which one of those pellets can, can do the damage that it needs. However, you have less pattern density, but since the bird is bigger, you can get away with that a little bit. So you're able then to push out a little further. People will use a tighter choke in order to, to focus that pattern of that bigger shot a little further at range in order to hunt geese. So that's part of the equation as well. So if you're purposely hunt, gonna hunt them further, then instead of maybe a modified choke, you might put a full choke in. Instead of using number four shot for ducks, you might use BB shot. Maybe you use heavier duty shot. Maybe you shot that is um, you know, a better material. When I say better, I mean a denser material. 
Maybe using shot that has just more shot to it. Maybe you hunt ducks with, you know, an ounce and a quarter shot. And maybe for geese, you're going at it with one and a half or one and three quarters or something like that. So you've got more pellets in there, bigger pellets. You're focusing them with a tighter choke. People often use a longer barrel in order to go after geese at range. Because longer barrel, you're going to have a little bit more velocity to a point. Eventually, you'll hit diminishing returns. Uh, and then, you know, if you had a barrel even long enough, you would actually start to slow down, although they don't make shotgun barrels that large, you know, for for pretty much ever. So, you know, people, you might use a 28-inch barrel to hunt ducks. Maybe you use a 30 or 32-inch barrel if you're trying to be a long-range goose hunter. Now, I'm not advocating for long-range goose hunting. I'm not. I think it's much better to hunt them at the same ranges you do ducks because you're able to get cleaner kills, more consistent kills. But, you know, the truth is the truth and people hunt them longer. So to just pretend like that's not the case uh, or to hunt them longer and then not take equipment precautions and measures to give you a little bit more ability to do that, I think increases your risk of, you know, wounding birds and, and all of that. So, you know, these are just some of the factors that go in to that. And I'll talk more about that in another episode. So moving forward, what about calling? How is calling different for hunting geese than hunting ducks? Well, I tend to think about it as if, you know, my goose call is just a different kind of duck call. Uh, I'm just calling a different kind, different species. You know, there's no fundamental shift in my mind. For some people, they do look at it as a fundamental shift. But to me, it's just like calling a different kind of duck. It's just like, all right, I'll use a mallard duck here. Maybe I'll use a wood duck call here. Maybe I'll use a whistle call here. And those are just different calls. They're different instruments. They take a different skill set in order to play those instruments well. Goose calls just the same kind of thing. Now, your calling technique course is going to be different for geese than ducks the the types of calls that you do are slightly different uh, but all of that those are different skill sets different things that you can learn and pick up and there's lots of great videos and and things that you can do for me to sit here and describe how to call geese and how to make the sounds you know via podcast i think just is unreasonably challenging for those who would learn right it's harder to to fall you want to be able to see you want to be able to you know i think videos do a lot better on that and i'll talk more about calling in the future but if you just jump on youtube you can do a quick search maybe i'll do some videos about it down the road but there's a lot out there you just need to learn how to use that goose call and again when you're talking about goose calling there are three or four main noises three or four main calls that geese make you don't need to be good at making all those. You really just need to be good at making the general, the number one call, which is the honk. You can do a good honk or a cl- Oh, actually, actually, I, let me walk that back. I think the cluck is the number one call you need to learn. That's just the number one call. The, uh, the, the honk is, is, is a bigger, it's more complicated. It takes more to, to master. I think just going after the cluck, that's the better way to get started. It's the simpler call. It's the more used call. 
in my experience and opinion, your experience may be different and that may be just the way it is where you hunt. But where I'm at, I think the cluck is the number one call new hunters should learn uh, because it's so prevalent and because it's easier to learn. So you need to, just like you would with duck hunting, you start with your quack and then you work your way up. You learn the hail call, you learn the feeding call, you learn the comeback call. You don't need to know them all. You don't need to master them all to get started. You just need one sound. So if you can make a cluck, then you've got a fair shot at bringing in some geese. So um, in and of itself, calling is not fundamentally different. The times that you call are, are, are relatively similar. The, the technique, of course, you know, it's just like you're just like a different species but it's the same general kind of hunting. Um, the birds tend to do a lot the same. Now, what about combined setups? What about combined? So a lot of people, myself included, like to hunt both when they're both in season, right? If I'm going out and, and the seasons overlap and I can hunt ducks and geese at the same time, you better believe I'm going to shoot either or both and try to get a limit of each in the same day. Now, typically, you you got to focus on one or the other. You got to focus on one or the other. I will tend to focus on ducks, just because I have more duck equipment. I have more duck decoys, but you know, doesn't really matter. But you're going to focus on one or the other. Now, how's it going to work, uh, particularly in a water setup? So you're going to have probably a bunch of duck decoys out there. Maybe you have a dozen, two dozen decoys out there. Then you want to have some goose decoys. Um, now, geese are not going to land in duck decoys most of the time. They're just not going to do it. They're not going to come in and just land among the ducks. And if you only have duck decoys, very low chance you get any geese to come in. You might get a one or, or a pair every now and then but not with any consistency. You know, I wouldn't say that you even ought to try to hunt like that. You need to have some goose decoys. So if you got a dozen or two dozen ducks off to the side a little bit, I might put you know a half a dozen or so goose decoys. I wouldn't intermix them. I would just put them off to the side. You know, still within range, of course. So you may have geese, then they will come into the goose decoys. They may be attracted by the ducks, but they're not often going to just come into ducks alone. Whereas on the other side of the coin, ducks are more likely to land in goose decoys. Now, I think they probably prefer the duck decoys uh, a little bit, but it's more common, I wouldn't say going to happen all the time, but it's more common for ducks to land around goose decoys. Because uh, the, the goose decoys, I think, give ducks a sense of safety and confidence. Geese are skittish. They're wary. If they're on guard, they are vocal. They have body language. Um, but I feel like ducks feel protected around geese. So when you've got goose decoys, you know, it is not that uncommon to have ducks come in. So I think the best way to go about it is having both kinds of decoys and having them separated. How far do you want to separate them? Maybe 10 yards. So you've got your, your geese over here, maybe to the left. You've got your ducks over to the right. And you just want to make sure that both groups of decoys, both setups of decoys are within range. 
Uh, so if something comes into either, you're able to get a shot. Now, how viable is it to hunt both? I think it's pretty viable. I really do. I, I mean, of course, it all depends on where you are, what kind of ducks you're hunting, maybe what kind of geese you're hunting. I think if you're hunting mallards and you're, you're hunting geese, or Canada geese at the same time, you've got a really good chance of taking either or both with as long as you've got those groups of decoys and there's some distance between them you've got a good chance of pulling in some small groups of geese because it's natural for them to hang out together it really is you know i often go to a park or wherever there's water and if there's a lot of one there's usually a bunch of the other not always it's never it's not never anything is ever always these are wild animals but oftentimes they're hanging out together if there are a ton of ducks, there's usually some geese nearby. If there's a ton of geese, there's usually some ducks nearby. They they coexist, they cohabitat or habitate. They you know, they're just they they work together. There's a synergy there. It's not like deer hunting and turkey hunting. Whereas deer can sometimes be put off by turkeys. They don't want to necessarily be hanging out to them. They're not spooked by them. But deer would rather keep their distance, oftentimes, from turkeys. So you may see them together regularly, but they don't stay together. There's not a synergy there. Turkeys, I think, actually, they, they like a deer more because it gives them a sense of safety. If the deer aren't spooked, then the turkey has nothing to worry about. So that's, you know, it, it's, but it's not a two-way street. Whereas when it comes to ducks and geese, there's a synergy. There is a two-way street. In fact, oftentimes, I think your chances of shooting ducks are better if you have some goose decoys there because it just works to build confidence. Now, some people will even go as far as to add some crow decoys, just one or two in a tree or something because crows are extra wary and paranoid and that can really be something that boosts their confidence as well. So there's a lot you can do in order to build confidence, uh, but I do believe, and and I believe experience bears it out, and I've talked to a lot of other, other hunters, especially some that have hunted waterfowl for a long time, and the consensus is that goose decoys, if anything, helps you hunt ducks. Now, do, ducks, do duck decoys help you hunt geese? I don't know that they help. I don't know that you're going to have more geese coming in because you have duck decoys. I think if you want to hunt geese, goose decoys are the best way to go. I wouldn't just add duck decoys during goose season. But if you're hunting both at the same time, I don't think the duck decoys are any negative. I don't think it's, it in any way perturbs or pushes geese away uh, as long as you have goose decoys. Now, if you have 300 duck decoys and you have four goose decoys... You know, I don't know that you're, you're just not going to have much draw for those geese and probably nowhere for them to land. But in terms of your regular hunting setup, I think the goose decoys help hunting ducks. And I don't think the duck decoys in any way hurt you hunting geese. You would be better probably to have more goose decoys just to have a bigger goose spread period. But we're talking about hunting both at the same time. So, you know, I usually, when I go out, if it's only duck season, I'm not going to put goose decoys out with the ducks just because, and this may sound silly to you guys, but this is just the way I operate. I don't want 
to call in geese if I can't shoot them. Now, I may call in more ducks because I have some goose decoys out there. But I'm probably going to call in some geese, at least more often. And I don't want to do that if I can't hunt the geese. I don't want to make them more wary. I don't want to spook the geese. I don't want to make it harder to hunt them later. Sure, they may not be residents, but either way, I don't like the idea of drawing in game that I can't shoot. Not this week, maybe next week I can. You know, that kind of a thing. Um, that's just not, it's not something I love to do. So if I'm going out and it's only duck season, I'm not going to add goose decoys to my spread. Unless where I'm hunting, there's a compelling reason to do so. But when the season's mixed, even if I'm only hunting ducks, I will still put some goose decoys out just for the chance, just for the chance of bringing in some geese. You know, you, if I can shoot them, I'll shoot them. I'll take them with me. Even if my focus is ducks, I'll still put out some goose decoys because it helps me hunt, hunt the ducks better, I believe. And I'll still take those geese. Absolutely. So hunting both at the same time. Now, um, you know, you got to prioritize though. If you've got both in the air, which one are you going to call to? Now, if you've got multiple people with multiple calls, maybe you could call to both. I've not seen or heard of that a whole lot. Let me know how that works for you. But usually you got to prioritize which one you want to call to. What do you think is your best chance? Now, I think if you do goose calls and you do have duck decoys, you will alert the ducks flying by to your to what's going on. And because the ducks are maybe drawn a little bit more to the geese than vice versa, that may be the way to maximize your potential opportunity. Whereas if you see both in the air and you use duck calls, the ducks may be drawn, but the geese less likely to be drawn. So if you see, you know, if you see equal numbers have both in the air at the same range, of course, this will never happen, right? But you see, here's five geese to the left at 200 yards, five geese to or five ducks to the right at 200 yards. Which one should you call to? All things being equal, and they never are. But if they were, I would say the goose call would give you a slightly higher chance of both coming in than the duck call would. That's just not usually the way it works, though. So more often than not, you're going to want to call to whatever's closer, more likely, or has the better group structure. Uh, when I say that, I mean if you've got you know a, a flight of five ducks and you've got a dozen duck decoys, you know that's a that's a good one to call to versus if you see a thousand geese and you have four goose decoys, you're, you're less likely to get those geese. But whichever situation is most advantageous, you just got to go with your gut uh, or, or whatever call you have in your hand. Maybe you may not have a whole lot of time to think about it. You just got to be spontaneous. So those are just some tips to get you into that. Uh, just some general gear things. Of course, you're going to have to have a way to retrieve these birds if you shoot them over water. So you're going to need to have waders or a boat, kayak, inflatable boat, something, some way, a dog, something that you can use to get those birds back. Just like with duck hunting, we'll talk more about that in the gear episode. 
But those are just some of the things you want to keep in mind. Now, say you actually shoot some geese. What do you do? How do you take care of that? How's this differ from field dressing or dressing ducks? Well, same general rules of thumb. You don't need to do anything in the field per se. You can bring that bird home. Some people like to to age the bird before they do anything. Uh, With geese, I think I am more prone to wanting to, to... to butcher that bird immediately than a duck. I don't know. I just feel like the bigger the bird is, the less I want to let it sit for days and and potentially become more tender. That's up to you. Do your own research. Whatever you think is best for you. I think I, I tend... Plus, I don't have that much fridge space. You know, if I've got six or eight geese, I don't know that I can fit those in any refrigerator that I have. So, you know, six or eight ducks, that's a lot easier, especially if they're small ducks, if they're wood ducks or something tiny, you know, six or eight ducks can be the same amount of space as one goose. So I'm more likely to just butcher those birds immediately. So what's the best way to do it? Well, you got all the same techniques apply for duck hunting as they do for goose hunting. I did a whole episode on that. How do you butcher? How do you clean? How do you cook them? A lot of the same things apply here when it comes to butchering. A lot of people just breast them out, take the breasts. They're big, they're nice, they're thick. You can do a lot with them. Uh, I like to take the legs. They're much bigger than duck legs. I like to take the duck legs too, but they're much bigger than duck legs and you can do a lot more with them. You can cook them lots of different ways. Um, There's some good recipes out there you can get a hold of. But I like to to breast it out and then take the legs as well. Legs and thighs. I don't leave the thighs there. Thighs is good or better than the leg. Um, Just like I would a duck most of the time. But since they're even bigger than a duck, you got more meat. It's more worthwhile. And it's so easy. It's so easy. You just breast it out. You just cut a little further down to the leg. And then you can just pull the skin right back. Pull the leg right out through the skin and then cut it in there. I don't have a video of of goose butchering uh, on this particular episode, but the same same everything applies that it does for duck hunting or goose hunting. Maybe I'll do a maybe I'll do a video on that this coming season if I get some geese and I've got a convenient time of day or I'm able to take those extra few minutes on camera and focus on that. But it's super easy. You're not trying to keep the skin on. I'm not anyway. I, I don't know that I've ever cooked a goose whole. That is a, that's an art form. It's certainly something you can do. Um, I think farm-raised geese are better for that because they're going to be more tender. They're going to have uh, better fat, tastier fat. And you're going to get a better product if you do the whole bird. But people absolutely do a whole bird, uh, a whole goose, and cook that in the oven. And, you know, if you get a bunch, why not try it, right? Why not? I'm, I'm planning to at some point here when I have the convenient opportunity to give that a go. But you can always give it a shot. But most of the time, that's a lot of plucking. And I'm like, I'm tired. I was up at four in the morning. I don't feel like doing all that right now. I would just rather breast it out, take the legs and thighs, throw them in the fridge, throw them in the freezer, and I'm good to go. 
but you know, absolutely you can, you can pluck them out and do it just like you would a turkey. It's going to be a similar size to a turkey most of the time than it is to a duck. So what about cooking? Well, a lot of the same rules apply for cooking ducks. I'd go back, listen to that episode. Geese are going to be a lot leaner than chicken. So you don't want to cook it the same way you do cook chicken. People ask the question, well, should I cook goose the same way I cook turkey? When was the last time you cooked a whole boneless, skinless turkey breast? Most people never even have. They just, in their mind, though, equate it to chicken. So, you know, it requires different cooking techniques. Oftentimes, people do not cook it to well done. They cook it more towards medium. Uh, They'll cook it more like a beef steak. Or they'll make uh, really popular is some goose pastrami. And that can be some amazing stuff. And hopefully I'll do some recipe videos for you guys and focus more on the cooking aspect this coming season. I wish I had some geese in my freezer right now. I could do some recipes and and talk more about that. But this episode's already gone pretty long. So that is the general overview when it comes to goose hunting and the specifics and the nuances compared to duck hunting. Again, I've done 15 episodes on this subject. But I just called it duck hunting instead of goose hunting. Most of the time, I could have just changed the name. But after listening to this episode, you now have the the filter in your brain in order to see the differences between hunting geese versus hunting ducks. So you can go back and look at any one or all of those 15 episodes at whatever point you need to. And then just make the mental shift of when the... When the advice is calling about ducks, now you know, okay, well, geese are a little bit different hunting them because of this and such and such a way. And then you can process those 15 episodes through the lens of goose hunting and just draw all that information and content. Maybe next year I'll do a longer, uh, just a longer run of goose-focused episodes. But really, there's so much between them that's similar. Um you know, it's just, it's it's hard, I think, to, to focus on one more than the other. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. I hope this is helpful for you guys. Please head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes and send me an email. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know how these episodes have helped you, how you've utilized any of this advice. I'd love to hear stories, testimonies. I'll add them on the website. Would love just more of that to, to throw out there. Really appreciate you guys. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, of course. Until next time, God bless you guys, and go get them in the woods.